2: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Smash Pop.
0: Keep clear!
1: This is Caractacus Potts, inventor extraordinaire. Caractacus had a dream. He believed man could fly. At first it was hard getting his dream off the ground. Dick Van Dyke as Caractacus Potts. Sally Ann Howes as Truly Scrumptious. Lionel Jeffries as Grandpa Potts. Gert Frobe as the Nasty Baron Bomb Burst. Anna Quayle. James Robertson Justice. Benny Hill. Robert Helpman and Heather Ripley and Adrian Hall as the children. Never before has there ever been such a magical musical entertainment as Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Hello and welcome to
3: Smash Pod from the Craft of Comedy. Hey.
0: Thank you, thank you,
3: thank you for coming and the, the applause is wonderful. Um, joining me to discuss Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, everyone's favourite film, is Emmy Award winning writer David Quantic. So did you watch the film?
2: No.
0: <laughs> well
2: thanks for coming everybody.
0: <laughs>
2: no, I, 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 I've seen it enough. Yeah. I mean, I just think what well, I did see it. Well, I know I saw it when it came out because it was at the cinema, and it wouldn't have been on video or DVD. No. So if I went to a cinema and saw it, it would have been when it came out. Once is technically enough. I've seen it more than once. Oh. If you've just tuned in, we're discussing the amount of times I may have seen Shitty Shitty <laughs> Bang Bang. So Tune in I...
3: next week. <laughs> um, I hadn't seen it since I was a kid, and when I put it on, I was fucking staggered to see it's two and a half hours long. Mm. Is it? Yes. Jesus God. I mean, kids were made differently in those days, weren't they? No, um,
2: they really weren't, but um, no, I mean, I, I've got a lot of, it. it's probably why I didn't want to watch it, it's a weird, weird, let's just set it up saw it. it's a really weird film. Yeah. I was a good person, I actually flicked through the book, I'd never read Chitty Chitty Bang Bang by Ian Fleming. Exactly, there's the link. There's the link, Ian Fleming wrote a load of spy books and one book about a flying boat.
0: Yeah,
2: And. Carver, yeah. It's kind of a boat, though, isn't it? It's got a boat's arse. Yeah,
3: yeah, right. Yeah, it has got a... it's a bit of a bath as well.
2: Yeah. In fact, that would be great. So sort of Chichy Bang, boat. it's got a boat's arse and a bit of a bath. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We love you. Um, yeah, it's a weird film because of the book. Hmm. The book is extra- I can see why the book wasn't filmed, because the book is basically a spy yarn. They go abroad and do some stuff, and then they're kidnapped by gangsters who are involved in chocolate-related thefts. Right. it's quite a bizarre it's written very well because in that kind of you know when <coughs> children's authors talk directly to the reader it's like and you never guess what happened next that's right they were burglars that sort of thing mm. so it's not done oh thank god like a James Bond novel Yeah. you know with yeah. all sultry breasts and women called Vagina Thompson and all this <laughs> thing um, right. but it's yeah. a very but the film <coughs> the film has one really odd <laughs> thing and um, I went on Wikipedia yeah. to you know pretend I'd seen and and right. The thing about that, I've realised now what the thing is that really bothers me about the film, and it's very big, which is that when the book starts, they're in the real world. He's a failed inventor, and he meets Truly Scrumptious, and he's got two kids. Oh, the, the wife is isn't in, is in the book, but not the film. She's on the patio. Yeah, Roald Dahl just decided he can't have it off with of Truly Scrumptious if he's married. No. That's illegal. He had principles. Yeah, so... So, yeah, it's, it's Dick Van Dyke, his spots, He's a failed inventor with two kids. You know, it's all very serious... And then they be truly scrumptious, they have the failure with the adventure with the Tootsuites, hilarious, and all this kind of thing. And then, when you've had all this gubbins, they all go for a picnic, and he tells them a story about Chitty Chitty Bang Bang flying to Bulgaria, great joke, and the whole child catcher plot, and it's all resolved in a kind of uh, beat them up ending, what's it called? Bang up ending. And then it ends, and Tootsuites become real. And it's really weird because technically it ends in the fantasy land. So it's like they're dead. Yeah, it's so like that's life on Mars. They're actually sorry to ruin life on Mars for you. But they're actually <laughs> dead. in a coma. Ashes to ashes did that. Did what? Ruined life on Mars for everybody. That's trash. That was shit. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? But I feel we digress.
3: Welcome to Ashes to Ashes Pod. Um, yeah, we'll start off really weird because you get this like montage. Like, what the fuck's going on? And, like loads of Grand Prix? Like, have I start, yeah, Do you? You get a montage of this car, which we find out later is Chitty Chitty Bang and winning all these Grand prix. Oh yeah. But it goes
2: on for fucking ages. Isn't Dick Van Dyke like the racing
3: driver in no. it? No. Okay. No, no. I'll, do you I'll, want to do this? You handle this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So the, the car wins like three Grand prix in a row and then crashes. And then we cut back to um, a scrapyard run, run by Desmond Llewellyn playing a man called Mr Coggins.
2: Ah, oh, isn't that clever? Coggins and his giant fucking hands still. Maybe the whole thing is like giant. It's like a James Bond adventure in disguise. Because there is a kiss, kiss, bang, bang rejected movie title, isn't there? Yeah. That's always obsessed me. Chitty chitty bang bang, kiss kiss bang bang. <laughs> so the that left his own devices. Ian Fleming would have had bang bang at the end of it. man with a golden gun. Bang bang. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor No. Bang bang. You haven't lived twice. Bang bang. The, fair, they're, actually, they're probably posters in Thailand. <laughs> yeah, posters in Thailand. Great band. Yes.
0: Um,
3: but a man comes to buy the car because it's, it's basically the kids are playing in it because it's scrap. Yeah, in the boat right. arse. In the boat arse. And a man comes to buy it and that man, to me, represents real life and so that no one's ever going to have any fun because he just dismisses sm- the kids out of hand. Just right. says, what are you playing in that for? I want to buy it and scrap it. And he, he, t- he threatens them with melting it down and just turning it into sheets of steel. Right. What a weird way to make a living. Yeah. Melting down old cars. Well, he's a bastard. Yeah. But then they, they nearly get run over by truly scrumptious. Oh, yes, played by, a generic, Smith, yeah.
2: played by a generic woman. Yeah, it was going to be... They wanted Julie Andrews, Andrews Yeah, to so Julie insane. And she basically said, no way am I fucking doing a film with Dick Van fucking Dyke again. Mm. I've fucking done that. It was called Mary Poppins, and if you don't fucking like it, tough shit, she said. <laughs> but what an insane idea. And the other thing I hate about Chit Chitty Bang Bang is it really is a hodgepodge of... Like, so it's a bit like Mary Poppins, but it's also a bit like those magnificent men in their flying machines, and it's yeah. a bit like a load of crap it's a bit like you know the sort of you know disney films when they were magnificent in the 40s they were these great cartoons and yeah. Then in the fifties they started making films called The Boat Nicks and That Darn Cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you don't know who it. all the people in the films you get the feeling they're either alcoholics or Christians, and the men haven't shaved properly because they're alcoholics. And by the end, the only person who's putting out for Disney, as it were, is Angela Lansbury and David Tomlinson, but everyone else. <laughs> and Jodie Foster, because she's nine and doesn't know any better. And Chick Chick Bang's got an element of that.
3: Yes, it has. Yeah, but it's not Disney.
2: So it's not it's, no, so it's even worse.
3: But there is a Nazi
2: connection. We'll get to that it's later. a Nazi. Oh, good. Yeah. Good news, everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: That's why
2: we're all here. Tracy Ullman wrote the script. No,
0: no,
3: he's it. yeah, um, a Nazi, you know, He is. Labour Live today. It's probably we've probably is got more than oh, them. Oh God. Yeah. We could pretend we were doing
2: Labour
0: Live. <laughs> There's
3: more people here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then, so the, uh, runs them over and she takes them to see her dad. They should be at school. Okay. and yeah, and then he comes out and he gets involved in a disastrous stunt so he's a bit like Richard Hammond nearly dies with this kind of flying machine he's invented and he lives in a fucking castle with a windmill attached to it yeah with Lionel Jeffries, so who's his dad his grandpa, grandpa. Also, and the kids call him grandpa too so
0: he's I think there's some enough.
3: sort
2: of like Manson family thing going on here. he's obviously only about 40 in this film
3: yeah and presumably
2: he's the father of the dead wife presumably so, yeah, it's all. And he's yeah, he's the hilarious cameo character because he has a Union Jack and he's pretending that he's like a soldier or something.
3: Well, he talks about how he's going to the Maharajas for tea when he goes into a shed. I think that means he's gone for a, either a, a poo or a wank. Yeah, one of the two. <laughs> then later on, he talks about going to Alaska. Yeah. Which he's is, clearly mentally ill. Yeah. And he should he's clearly be. got a lot
2: of euphemisms for <laughs> defecating.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, he should be. I mean, to be honest with you, we get onto the kids. Uh, uh, their domestic situation and the biggest miracle in this film is at one point the kids say we're going to bed now daddy and they just go upstairs and go to bed that's weird because that just
2: doesn't happen I mean the flying car, fine I think the whole idea is it's just they're feral kids but they're good you see Yeah. and I'm not quite sure why we're meant to like as pots he doesn't have any redeeming features he's got a machine that gives you sausages and eggs Oh, fair enough. That's yeah. all right. I'll, I'll marry him. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, What's his accent? Is he doing... Does he no, do his own accent? He does his own accent. That's good, yeah. yeah. But one of the things I really feel sorry for Dick Van Dyke about is that people... Nobody seems to have worked out that he may have been told that he couldn't do an English accent in Mary Poppins.
0: Hmm.
2: Nobody seems to have worked out that in the 50 years since that film came out, someone might have said to him, ''Do you know what? Your accent's terrible.'' And when he does mention interviews, he's quite angry. He goes, I know, I fucking know, he says. I know my accent sounds stupid, thank you for telling me. And that's obviously why he didn't try it in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang.
0: Yeah,
3: they didn't need another layer of weirdness in this, him doing that accent. But
2: it's kind of a double-bind, because if he had done a perfect English accent, everyone would say, well, why couldn't you do that in Mary Poppins? Yeah. That's literally what they would have said.
3: It would, it would have been a shock, though, if he came in doing a perfect English accent. It would be. I bet he can do I bet he can do a really good English accent, because he's Dick Van Dyke. I bet he thinks I fucking won't, though, after all that grief.
2: This is a point to say that Dick Van Dyke, who's you know always got a funny name, couldn't do the accent, he's one of the greatest comic actors of all time. Yes. He's an abs- The Dick Van Dyke show, if any of, if any of your listeners are, have a DVD player or the internet... No. Get, no. But just get some Dick Van Dyke shows. And the fact that he was a dancer... Mm. means that he's a brilliant physical comedian Yeah. there's routines in the Dick Van Dyke show where he's, he's just falling over breaking, he's a genius and he doesn't really get to do that in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang so who cares he does a dance routine though, Of course. very he does. well is it me old bamboo? that's right It is. I thought that was in Mary Poppins I wonder I if I've well actually well, seen yeah. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think you've just seen Mary Poppins I think
2: I have yeah, there's any penguins in Chitty oh I can do my other story now which is um okay I actually did one of those I love the it can't be done of the 80s but I did one of those I'll watch anything and for 200 quid programmes yeah. and I think it was I love Christmas so they did they got me in to talk about Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and it was yeah. just an indication of the state of archive TV because they said and of course then you get the, the, the Child Catcher how scary was that and I said what you mean The Child Catcher played by Robert Helpman the famous Australian dancer from The Red Shoes and they said they literally said Oh scary can you say scary it's like no I am not um, whatever I was, 55, I'm not going to just come in and go, wasn't the child catcher scary <laughs> when I know he was Robert Helpman, the famous fucking dancer? You go and open a cereal cafe, you fuckers, I should have said. Yeah, sc- uh, was scary, though, wasn't he? Uh, Can we get no, that on record? No, he's not in the least scary. I mean, yeah, it's rather bizarre that he's basically a reverse, he's the paedophile piper. Hey! <laughs> the pedo piper. He represents the... British entertainment industry in the seventies. <laughs> That's a lovely image.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's a. Br- I mean, it's a brilliant character and very role doll rather than Ian Fleming. Yeah. But yeah, it's a weird. What well, the good bits about *Bang Bang* are the kind of it. It's all. It's all made of echoes that film. So it reminds you of other films. It reminds you of Mary Poppins. It reminds you of Grimm's fairy tales. It reminds you of Hans Christian Andersen with the irritating mannequin sequences. I yeah. think it's known. Yeah. And um, the fact that you know he. The they won't. Is the baroness? She doesn't want to. Hates kids. She hates kids, which is a total Grimm's fairy tale thing. Mm. And the child catcher is a great character. Ooh, scary. Um, (laughs) Got it on record. Got it on record. I've said it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I have to say, while we're dissing it, truly scrumptious is the worst character name in history. Yeah. It's it sounds not in porn, but in a real film. It could be a porn name. Yeah. Oh, truly scrumptious
3: did like their parents kind of
2: not think? Remains of the day, porno. I'm not going there.
3: Uh, well, you don't have to. I'm just saying no, if they just, did it.
2: The man who betrays everything he believes in for porn. I'd watch that.
3: <laughs> it sounds brilliant, doesn't it?
2: And you could play with the merchant
3: ivory names as well. You know, ivory is quite a hard thing. Anyway, um, so uh, he's he's a shit inventor, it turns out, but he's accidentally invented something good, which he doesn't even think. He doesn't even have the wit to pick up this thing full of holes and blow in it. I mean, what other things are full of holes that you blow in? I don't know. What? This is a trick question. No, it's not. A fucking recorder or a whistle or anything. And he just invents these things of holes and you just think oh, I feel I'm a failure. Just fucking try
2: it, you. Dick. But to be fair to him, lots of people have sucked boiled sweets; that get holes in, and nobody thought, "Wow, this is a great musical instrument." Well, they're idiots too. No, they're not, because to be honest, it's a terrible. It's like, yeah, you can play some musical notes for about three seconds, and it dissolves. This is why the recorder was such a big hit because it didn't dissolve <laughs> when you played it. People didn't stand, because it didn't stand there going, "Oh my god, I'm covered in trombone." <laughs> <laughs> That's going back to the remains of the day, poor. They go back to the remains. But um, isn't isn't the weird thing about toot sweets that? dogs like that they attract them. dogs and they become a huge success because dog sweets well because that's at the end That I'm sorry, I've ruined the film yeah, for everybody yeah. yeah oh great good news everyone we can monetise dog sweets <laughs> how much money is that going to make maybe a thousand pounds a decade <laughs> how many people are going oh my dog needs some sweets my dog's teeth are rotting these whistling sweets won't be irritating
3: to be fair in 1909 a thousand pounds was a lot of money
2: to be fair yeah
3: but and there was a huge dog problem then they were everywhere that wasn't the problem That was that, a huge problem
2: <laughs> I don't they know.
3: needed to you know is there anything good check. about
2: shit do you like shitty bang bang no, right? I
3: fucking hated it uh, can I tell you what hands up
2: yes if you like shitty bang bang no no, no.
3: every time something starts in it it's
2: depressing it is sorry about quite like it quite like it thanks Steve Okay. Steve good. quite likes it but
3: every time something starts moving in it there's a song and you have to wait for the song to finish and then there's some traction again and then there's a song And it's like the Sherman Brothers, who did the music to any poppers, just obviously thought, well, we've got this cupboard full of songs that we haven't used, Mm. let's just put them in this film. And it just breaks up the momentum. And it's two and a half hours, you could just shave an hour of the beginning off and still get away with the fantasy bit as a film. How many songs are there? Because there's
2: obviously... I mean, there's the name songs. It's O U Chitty Chitty, which is a hard, it's hard word to say. And it sounds like shit. It does. O U Chitty Chitty Bang Bang Chitty bang, bang Bang. We love you, which is a dismal song. Mm. It's truly scrumptious, which is a dismal song. Uh, there's th- the posh one that sounds like a spoonful of sugar. No idea. Did Sing it, Sing when it.
3: Lionel Jeffries is in his hut. Lionel Jeffries sings a song. He does. He sings posh. Everyone knows posh. Is well, it called posh? Travelling posh? Posh, life, the travelling life for me.
2: There you go. Thank you very much. I've no memory of this. Well or thanks for coming. Yeah. At
3: home. What do you say? Or starve at home. That's right. Possible capital
2: P. Dear God. <laughs> you know, none of this makes me want to see shit. Ch- I'm not gonna go home and look it up.
3: But anyway, the plot kicks in here because the children want the dad to buy the car and fix it up. That's right, yeah. The so he Literally realizes the he money. has to
2: get money, so he goes to the fairground. Oh yes. And that's where he does my big bam my old bam Well first he assaults Arthur Mullard with a hairdressing machine. I did a show with Arthur Mullard once. Did you? I'll tell you about that. Go on. We got him in. It was a bit postmodern. There was a sketch in this show. The show was called Saturday Zoo with Jonathan Ross. It was yes. such a failed show that Jonathan um, quit show business for some years after that. A true story. He left his own company. Um, but it was an amazing show, mm. um, fuelled by lots of alcohol and things. And in one moment, we, had, we hired Arthur Mullard to come in and say, and that is the end of the sketch. And during rehearsal, we said, and that is the end of the sketch, and a fucking good job too. <coughs> So I've always rather warm to him not <laughs> yeah. Well, there's terrible stories
3: about him, of course, so he won't go into that. Um, but he then does the old bamboo and raises the money to buy the car just by dancing. Wow. So there's a lesson in there for all people. Anybody
2: wants to buy a car, warning, do not go to a fairground, take over a, a pikey's act and start singing my old bamboo because he will be beaten up. I apologise for saying pikey. But, you know what I mean, a carnival person, a car needs act... I mean, they, yeah, they would take you round the back of the Dodge and beat you to death. And how much are we talking here? I mean, it's a scrap car, I know, but like 200 quid. I think they said like 12 shillings or something. 12 shillings. And he raises that by dancing. And you think, mate, you're in the wrong game. Yeah. You are a shit inventor. You are a terrible parent. Just become a dancer. But a good dancer. <laughs> a brilliant, brilliant this could dancer. It's
3: going to like Flash Dance, but without the. Flash, flash. Dance? Nothing like Flash Dance.
2: That's got a good song in it. Yeah, but I mean, this could have been. I'm not saying it is. Let's recut it with Oh What a Feeling.
0: <laughs>
2: I bet someone's done that. getting ready, throwing his hair back, doing some welding. Mm. I love that she was a welder in that film. <laughs> so we could talk about Flashdance. I haven't seen that either. I haven't I seen mean... that.
3: Oh. No, I don't know why I brought it up. No. Um, but the, so basically, he buys the car. I mean, this whole film would have been solved if he had just murdered Desmond Llewellyn and stolen the car. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's effectively asking for it by being Desmond Llewellyn. I would have enjoyed
2: it if he just said, pay attention, Potts, and just... But Crackers Potts is the inventor, so it's all a bit confusing. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's in the wrong game there. So he buys the car <coughs> off Mr. Yep. Of scrap. He takes it home, poses.
3: and we get this lovely... Mon- well, not lovely. We get this montage of him crazily going around snatching pieces from the house to fix up the car.
2: Including a boat's arse. Including a boat's arse, and a bath. And a bath. Is there some amusing bit where Lionel Jeffries is in the bath? Yeah, I think so. Is it one of those baths that for no reason has got a shower at the top? I couldn't tell you that. That's annoying. Yeah, that is
3: annoying, isn't it? I hate yeah. those baths. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, this is when he goes to Alaska, dogging or something. And they meet truly again, and she, she knows all the words to the songs, which is nice. When they go out
2: for a drive, she gets in the car and knows all the words. Well. So they're obviously meant to be oh and the car does that annoying noise, doesn't it? And they go, oh it sounds like it's saying Chit Chitty Bang! It's like, no it doesn't! It sounds like it's saying... <laughs> you should call your car... <laughs> that
3: would be a good beatboxing song, wouldn't
2: it? Yeah, I am the human beatbox, I yeah. could be... The Fat Boys, they were great weren't they? They did not know they weren't. They actually did a record with the Beach Boys. And Freddie Krueger. Freddy is not a person. You can't do a record with Freddy Krueger. They Kruger. did a record with Freddy Krueger. No, they didn't. <laughs> he did. You can't do a record with Freddy Krueger. Did they do a record with. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. The Boys. There you go. Okay. Well, it must be true then if someone said it was. It's, it's on YouTube. What was it? It was for Nightmare on Elm Street 4. What was the song? I don't know. Uh, Freddy does something. The Freddy and... does something. Because <laughs> they did um, Wipeout with the Beach Boys. They did. Oh, chitty-chitty-bang-bang, bang, he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you chitty-chitty-bang-bang. Beach boys look really happy in that video, don't they? Oh, yeah. The they think we've we finally got through the young people. Mike Loves, first time Mike Loves looked happy in the presence of black people, let me tell you that. Not <laughs> implying anything. Just repeating gossip I heard about Ricky Fattah. Look, I feel we've strayed again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but basically, to celebrate the
3: creation of their wonderful machine, they go to the beach and have all sorts of japes, and then he starts telling them the story. And then we drift into the actual film, where yeah. the, the, the
2: Baron from Bulgaria wants that car because he's obsessed with toys. Can I just say at this point, at no point in the story there any indication that Caractacus Potts tells stories to his children. No. This is out of the blue. All of the, They go on a picnic with their idiot dad and they say, tell us a story. And he'd be like, what, well, I don't tell stories, I'm an inventor. But no, apparently he's a fond of great stories. Also, the kids went to bed by themselves the other night, so he clearly doesn't tell them stories. Clearly, they've got him mixed up with somebody else, their real dad, who comes mm. around when they're asleep. Perhaps the mum is alive and lives in the cellar and she puts them to bed. <laughs> and he doesn't know that he failed to kill her. And um, <laughs> she goes back and sleeps in the cellar and just tells them he's a great storyteller. Why doesn't she leave? I don't know. It's the Edwardian era. It's true. No it was one left. a great shame about leaving your children when you're supposed to be dead, wasn't also, it? Also, Truly Scrumptious has known the Potts family for about 10 seconds and she's an heiress, but she is so in lust with Caractacus Potts that she agrees to go to a beach picnic with his children and listen to his interminable story. <laughs> to his Fat Boys records. Yeah. And his Fat Boys records. <laughs> <laughs> Hear they say, Chitty
3: Chitty Bang Bang Father. I meant to say that, actually, that it turns out Trudy Scrumptious is the daughter of the man who owns the, owns the Sweet Factory. Oh, yeah. And Cracticus, again, takes a fucking song with him
2: about Toot Sweet. Oh, toot Sweet. <gasps> I remember it's one of the worst... It goes on forever. Every single song in this film is basically... The Shimmer Brothers just going like, what's the last word the character said, Too Sweet? Right, we'll write a song called Toot Sweet. What's the last word? Rectum. Okay, we'll write a song <laughs> called Rectum. <laughs> But had yeah, two sweets did. Lord Scrumptious. Mm. Is that Billy Bunter? I oh, can't He's in it. I couldn't tell you. Gerald was No, I really, I should have researched this, really. Do
3: you it. mean the man who owns the factory?
2: man who owns the factory. James, James Robertson Justice. Is it James Robertson Justice? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Slumming it. Playing yet again an angry father. Now then, young man, thumbs in my waistcoat. Yeah. <laughs> Saying things like this, I'll be a doctor in the house. That's exactly what he <laughs> That's said. That's from the film. Yeah. Yeah. No, actually, um, because the bloke who played Billy Bunter, Gerald Campion, is in the film. I think he plays a toy maker. Oh, Benny Hill's Benny in it. Benny Hill's the toy maker. Oh, God. Golden rule of cinema. If Benny Hill's in a film, it's shit. <laughs> there are two famous films Benny Hill's in, and they're both shit. Italian job's shit? Yeah, absolute shit. One of the worst films ever made. It was so bad that I saw the remake, which wasn't very good, and I thought, this is loads better. And I was really hoping people would forget the original. So that when you said, that I like the Italian job, they mean you mean, what, the recent one with all the, with all the Americans in? Yes. <laughs> who, who played the Benny Hill part in the remake? I can't remember. Oh, no, it's a really weird film. Edward Norton's in it. I don't think I've ever watched it. It's so anyway. quite but they, they recreate the Italian job scene in Venice, which obviously provokes possible comedy sexually. Um, yeah, because Minnie's driving down a canal. Oh, is that the one where they, the, the actual literal Italian job is at the beginning of the
3: film? I don't know. Not I talk can't remember the time um, I'm very tired I don't know why I'm here I'm about
2: to <laughs> it's my birthday is it? yeah happy birthday thank you shall we sing no, happy don't, 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 birthday to you happy birthday to you this is the worst birthday ever. happy birthday dear John, John. <laughs> happy birthday to you make a wish <laughs> anything wrong than <to> talk talking about she's <laughs> back and back anyone else got a birthday? <laughs> Anyway. Anyway.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com
0: um,
3: So they, they, they suddenly get chased by Bombard's men in a boat and Chitty Bang Bang turns into a hovercraft. Oh yeah. Starts driving around in the water. And they send out these... Oh, it's convoluted. They send out the two spies to catch Crackers po, pots, But they steal Lionel Jeffries instead, thinking That's he's right. Cracticus pots Because he is called Potts, so he must be Dick Van Dyke's dad, even though he calls him Grandpa. Is this an Eric Clapton situation?
2: It would be Eric Clapton who was raised by his sister, who was his mum.
3: Jack Nicholson.
2: Jack Nicholson was Eric Clapton's mum? Eric Clapton <laughs> was raised oh. by Lionel Jeffries to be... Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the same thing. Yeah, they're... Um, Anyway, I feel we strayed. Well, that's Jack so anyway, yeah. And who are the who played the spies? Oh, I can't tell you. Oh God, it's Graham Stark. I'm sure it is. No, it's not Graham Stark. Oh fuck that then. Yeah, no. Because that was my I met Graham Stark story. Peter Sellers isn't in it so Graham Stark's might. that's, that's true. true he was his homunculus he was <laughs>
3: <laughs> so Lionel Jeffries is taken to Bulgaria where he does the posh song that you don't remember um, they think he's an inventor and they basically say to him um, get us a flying car or we'll cut your balls off kind of situation yeah. so he's there with loads of like, weird bearded men who are, are inventors as well and they have to try oh, and right. replicate the magic of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang
2: Is there a song at this point yeah there is what is it i'm an inventor
3: yeah yeah all the other inventors sing to lionel jeffries oh doesn't dick van dyke play two parts
2: no that's mary poppins oh that's right he plays lampwick from dick emery in that he does that thing that dick emery i saw dick emery you know i saw him live yeah not the last live one where he couldn't talk properly no 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 he was definitely talking it was great um he did a really Offensive sketch about a birth control pill, you don't put it in your mouth. I'm oh, going, I don't understand this. And Derek Guider was the support and played the washboard. Good. So I've seen Derek Guider play the washboard and you haven't, therefore I'm the king of the world. <laughs> there is there is a video on
3: YouTube of Derek Guider playing the washboard. Oh, great, I might so watch
2: that. Anyone can see it, so you're not king of the world. You are merely a prince. Press rewind, not fade away. That yeah. was his catchphrase. That's right. But anyway, so there's some inventors with wispy beards who are not Dick Van Dyke
3: yeah yeah and then the chitty chitty bang bang flies and uh you have a fucking interval which is the biggest piss take but like, oh good more time wasted with a, a card saying interval and then it repeats the last singing again like just in case you forgot what happened five minutes ago
2: yeah but don't forget, at the time you would have gone for a Kiora and a dump at this point
0: <laughs> <And>
3: <laughs> you
2: mean tea with the Maharaja tea with the Maharaja you would yeah. have gone and if, if you were, even if you were a little child you had gone outside for a fag at this point in 1968 <laughs> or whatever it was and you'd go oh, it's long this film isn't it yeah, but there's nothing to do till punk so we'll just have a fag <laughs> and go back in have you got any sulphate no and then you watch the rest of the film
3: so they land in the village and uh, they go to Bulgaria and uh, everyone runs I'm away lost <laughs> everyone runs away because there's children present but benny right. hill being benny hill comes out and goes do you want to come in my house
2: yeah you think what point do you think this is logical yeah. some children would see benny hill and run into his welcoming arms <laughs> the dancers cage in the basement going no don't come in we were dancers we were free we were hills angels we were hills angels and now we have to, anyway
3: yeah So
2: So they run into the welcoming arms of Benny Hill.
3: And he tells them what's going on, that there's no children allowed in Bulgaria.
2: He says, I'm a toy maker. I'm fucked off. But the good news is I make giant toys now. But he's got a
3: hidden underground sort of stash of hidden children that he makes toys for. I don't know how you make money from selling
2: toys to hidden children. I don't think he was doing it to make money. (laughs) <laughs> he well, very... ch- he's got captive audios, I mean, you could literally charge him a fortune. Yeah. How much for that <laughs> doll? A million <laughs> pounds. <laughs> he's literally got a ca- Christmas card. Yeah, so the Baroness likes giant Is it just, just like giant toys? She doesn't like toys, it's the Baron who likes toys. The Baron, that's lo- lo- not a great recipe for a marriage. A Baroness who hates children and a Baron who loves toys. Yeah. He must be going, you know what, maybe we could just get some kids, you know, because then i have an excuse. But no. She's made him sense. have the snip,
3: obviously. Hard because say. there's a, there's a bit where she kind of she walks in in like lingerie, kind of situation, and oh he's right. only thinking about toys. Wow,
2: well, he is
3: but a child. He is. It this gr- must, have been, must have been like when Lisa Marie Presley married Michael Jackson.
2: Exactly like that. Yeah, because he loved toys, and she was a... Like, Except he's the one driving the cart with a cage on the back.
0: <laughs> around the streets of
2: California. <laughs> no, that it, is the it only Gert, difference. Is here. It Gert Frobe?
3: Gert Frobe, who, this is my story about Nazis. Story! The lovable Gert Frobe, everyone loves Gert Frobe, right? He was Goldfinger, and he's the baron in this. He was a member of the Nazi party. Cool. Back in the day. In what did I say, cool? I don't
0: remember. <laughs> yeah.
2: Good yeah. Lord, he was a... Um, what was, it? Yeah, was he a Hitler Youth... Because everybody was like Farage. Mm. Was he in the Hitler Youth?
3: I think he asp- aspired to be in the Hitler Youth. That's interesting. He sang songs about them. Because yeah. Um, but yeah, Gareth yeah. Rob was an Aussie, so good lord, lovely. So the next time you see him going
2: out of the window in gold, thing, you just think good. Mm. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. Who plays his wife? Is one of those Anna Quayle. Anna Quayle. Now she's oh, she's got a lovely voice, Anna Quayle. She has. Was she in um, Mary Poppins? No. She was in her? a Hard Day's Night. Was she?
3: Yeah. Which one is she in that? She's the one who talks to John Lennon about him looking like
2: him. Oh, that's a great sequence. Yes. Yeah, you look... We watched... by uh, by very small children. We watched A Hard Day's Night with them. The next day they said, that was boring. <coughs> I love a verdict. But they like the songs. Yeah, I like A Hard Day's... Why can't we talk about a Hard Day's Night? Loads better than Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I don't know. I
3: don't know. I make, gave a you note, make a note. Can I just say, I gave you options and you picked Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, so it's your own fault. Yeah, but they
2: just didn't see the other... The other options were just films with Roger Moore in.
3: Yeah. <laughs> That's would, he would not? have improved this film. Imagine him as Drekker's Potts dancing about.
2: That'd be really weird. I
3: <laughs> to invent something. I'd love to see Roger Moore doing The Old Bamboo. <laughs> he, would <literally, laughs> he would literally die halfway through that musical <laughs> number.
2: So, where are we? This is like, This is Your Life, except about someone else's awful life. Yeah.
3: You mean like, This is Your Life? Yeah. yeah. So where are we now? So, they uh, well, met
2: Benny Hill in a dungeon.
3: They are at Benny Hill in a dungeon, which has happened before to lots of people. And, um,. Uh, yes, so I'm just talking about the Nazi party. Uh, the, and the, the child catcher is sent because the children have been spotted. Robert Helpman from Robert the Red Robert from the Red Shoes. It's scary, though. Isn't it's it scary? Yeah. yeah. Um, he's sent to catch he has the children. prosthetic nose.
2: I'm a prosthetic no, nose. Sorry. Prosthetic nose.
3: Yeah. That's like a goodies joke. That's good. Um, so the child catcher comes into town, not like that, on his little cart and uh, that can't find the children anywhere. And when he goes down to Benny Hill's sex dungeon, there are four giant toys, as you mentioned earlier, and they're like jack-in-the-boxes and they spring out, and it's Caractica's Potts and his family pretending to be toys.
2: And the crowd catcher doesn't think... That's weird. There's a family of Jack in the who makes child Jack in the boxes. A giant, but also giant child. Who make? What's the point of a giant child? Just do an adult. Look, if there's anyone in this world or that world who would ever make a giant
3: functioning child, it's Benny Hill's child uh, toy maker, the child molester. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that. Yeah, it's
2: a great name. No-, no, here comes the child molester. He's not called that officially. He's the, he's the toy maker. The toy maker. Yeah. So in inverted commas. Robert Helpman, I have to say, is really good in it. He yeah. basically plays it like a rat. Yeah. He's all sniffing and things like this, and smell children, which is, yeah. to be honest, not that much of a skill. No. <laughs> As anybody with children will know. Oh, Christ, here come the kids! But if you send him to Broadcasting House in the old days... Oh, oh dear. You keep going there. He them so, all. If um, yes. the child doesn't find them, then I think he, he pulls a stunt with a lollipop or some candy floss.
3: Yeah, he pretends to be a, a sweet seller type thing not a seller for of sweets and, uh, but truly scrumptious he's supposed to be looking after children buggers off to find them to forage for food and leaves two children on their own in Benny Hill's
2: basement also if there's one person in the world qualified to spot a fake sweet seller I'm saying it's the daughter of a sweet manufacturer yeah. she's going oh whatever he's clearly a paedophile anyway kids see ya wouldn't well, want to be she, ya she's
3: not there <laughs> she's not there when the child comes back she's foraging for food yeah she's gone to get like apples and berries and seeds and squirrels and all sorts
2: what a fucking tool. Yeah, she is truly a dickhead. <laughs> truly a dickhead, that's her real name. Her father was Lord a Dickhead. <laughs> yes,
0: uh,
3: but the child catcher indeed snatches the children. and um, So Dick Van Dyke hatches a plan, because it's the next day is the Baron's birthday, and the right. toy maker is making toys for him, for his birthday. But not for children. Not for children. So they, they, they uh, Dick Van Dyke and where Run it Truly, they come disguised as toys. Dick Van Dyke does this whole routine where he's like a robot toy thing oh yeah which is quite good and she does this routine where she's on a musical box spinning around <clears throat> and then it quickly transpires
2: that they're not toys yeah anybody with an ounce of sense would know that they were not toys yeah
3: but baron's birthday's ruined which i think is a good commentary about having kids and how your birthdays become meaningless
2: yeah what's the point of a birthday without children Yeah, that would be a good song. What's the point of toys without children? Don't
3: encourage them. There's too many songs in this as there is. God, how many songs are there? I bet there's about sixty-five. Sixty-five songs. That's a lot. That's a double CD. Yeah, that's why it's two and a half hours. Without the songs, it's actually twenty-three minutes long. (laughs) That'd be a great edit, the Dick Van Dyke No Songs edit. I'd wish someone if someone someone has the skills to do that.
2: Could you? I'd love to see this film without the songs. I don't see any people (laughs) volunteering to do that. No no one's going to. Out there though, in Audio Land. Yeah, hi people in Audio Land. If you want to waste your day, I'm quite tired now. <laughs> yeah, where are, we on, are we where are we now? So we've got the Baron's birthday's been ruined by children, children.
3: Children right. It's a bit like in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, all the children suddenly flood out. You know, like the and snakes. I think, well, why didn't you do that before? You just attack everybody.
2: Well, I guess because they're children. I mean, it's quite easy to kill yeah, a lot of children. Yeah, but they're, expen- they're
3: expendable, aren't they? Imagine if
2: you're a soldier you're not going, oh no, some children. <laughs> well, I suppose it might be a moral issue. The soldiers might refuse to fire on them. Some of them might actually be the parents of the children.
3: Which will then lead to them being killed by other soldiers for being conscientious objectors.
2: No, well, uh, it depends which soldiers are loyal to the Baron or not. There's a, whole, there's a whole debate about that, everybody. No, <laughs> there isn't. No, there isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I can guarantee you that no one has troubled their minds with this.
3: But the, the Baron is left on his birthday floating around on a cable looking like a fool. That's quite, quite sad for him. Yeah, but... He hasn't what? done anything wrong in this
2: story. Well, he has. He's encouraged the... What do they do with the children? Do people just not have them? I think people not have them, yes. A bit like China after a certain point. I was going to say it's like The Handmaid's Tale, but it's not. It's, no, it's the um, children of men. Yes. Which is a great
3: book. Or maybe it is like Hans. Maybe, maybe the only person who's able to, who's allowed to make children is
2: the baron. But he's physically unable to. Well, it makes you wonder, because if it's a barony, obviously the title becomes extinct. Yeah. Or would pass to a distant relative. With no children. With no children. So it really, is, he's shot himself in the foot. Short-term thinking, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, why didn't he just... I would have executed the baroness. <laughs> yeah. And married someone who liked kids. Because, to be honest... If his if his main motivation for living is having toys. You want someone who wants kids. Yeah. If you just imagine they go out on a date it's like, I love toys. Toys are the best. What about you? I hate children. Oh great, let's get married. You what? <laughs> I thought you said you love them. No, I said I hate them. That's the opposite of what I thought you said.
3: Maybe it's like a first dates type thing. I don't know what that is. Yeah, you know the T V show First Dates. No, no okay, good. <laughs> What's it okay. about?
2: It's about people going on first dates. Is it good? No. Okay. I haven't missed anything there no. I did nearly yesterday I was interviewed Neil Innes at this comedy conference mm-hmm. that we should mention and uh, yeah. it's one of those moments he said they've named a street after Vivian Stanchel and I nearly said what's it called? <laughs> <laughs> what is it called? Vivian Stanshaw Muse. Oh, right. Muse Muse you see yeah that's good I tell them to amuse.
3: yeah anyway so they then get back in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is this film still going on? no <laughs> no it's, it's dying don't worry and they fly off and guess what they sing again oh, what do they sing? Chee chee bang bang.
2: So this is the first time the song has occurred, or they sing it every time? I they think get this is about car.
3: the seventy-eighth time they've sung it in this film. And then they they, they, they get Lionel Jeffries back. I Are left they, him there personally. How do they do that? They put him in the car. They put him in the <laughs> car. That's a dramatic
2: sequence. <laughs> it was tense. He, is he there didn't get a balloon get him. in this film at all. A what? A balloon. Is there a balloon in this film? You can have anything you want. <laughs> no, no. I mean, there? Uh, <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure. I want to know the spies. There world. is not a balloon in this film.
3: Oh, there is, could a, zeppelin. is a zeppelin. Can you yeah. Google the spies in this film? There is a zeppelin in this film, which mm. takes Lyle Jeffrey's toilet away
2: with him in it. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's when he sings posh. That's when he sings posh. Yeah. He sings a song about being posh when he's being kidnapped by a zeppelin while defecating.
3: <laughs> well, we, it's have no really evidence. we have no evidence he's defecating, to be fair.
2: <laughs> oh, no, thank Jeffries is listening. He just turds I'm sorry. But just a horrible, horrible image. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so there is a toilet in there how does it maintain is it oh, i don't know it was Edwardian. we didn't talk about that sort of thing thank god
3: um so they come away they come home and you then we it. drift out back out of the fact we've got
2: some uh, alexander doray right and bernard speer no idea albert speer albert bernard speer i'm sure i know thank you very much yeah thank you uh, phil collins is in it as well is he i think seen his scene was cut yeah well yes yeah, it's ridiculous. It was just a drum solo. It really <laughs> ruined. <wrote it. laughs> doom, doom, doom. Oh, you. Doom, doom, doom. Uh, he an easy lover. <laughs> he's in Hard Day's Night, you know. Yes, he he's in the crowd. Hard Day's, basically, everyone in this film was in Hard. Day. Anna Quayle, Phil yep. Collins, John Lennon, Gert Frobe Gert Frobe, Victor Spinetti, <laughs> Stanley, Unwin. <laughs> Stanley Unwin, Stanley Unwin's in In Help, isn't he? Yes. Yes. Paul McCartney's in Hard Day's Night. That's true yeah. Paul McCartney's in Magical Mystery Talk Ah, News and the Beatles That's true yeah. Is um, this film over yet?
3: No, no, no It's getting the best bit now no, no, it So isn't. It is uh, So then they get home And James Robertson Justice
2: is there And he says Your sweet, dog sweets are great I want to buy them all He doesn't concern the concept of patents then That's not <laughs> how you You don't buy them all You, do buy, you, them. Buy, you buy the patent and manufacture them yourself no, no, You buy everything he's got And then you ask him to make more but he's an inventor. He's probably only got nine. He can make ten. <laughs> he can make ten sweets <laughs> for the huge demand for dog sweets in Edwardian England. The Kaiser bought a packet. <laughs> he might have done.
3: <laughs> uh, so <laughs> then, Truly and um, Dick Van Dyke drive off in the car and start singing "Chee Bang Bang" again. Sorry. And uh, guess what? The car flies. Yeah. In real life.
2: But that's not much of an ending, because he's done that already. So
3: no, no, but that was in the,
2: the story. Are we in the story? Or We're are now we? in magical realism. So, look, let's go straight. So the story ends... Yeah. ...when they arrive back... They're still on the beach. They're still on the beach,
3: yeah. OK. And then they go home, and James Robertson Justice is there with Lionel Jeffries... He's doing my head in. ...playing with soldiers. So what
2: is the point of all that bollocks about This Rob is what I said at the beginning! It
3: doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. What it? You, I mean, you could shave an hour off this, and it would make no difference. The thing
2: is, two films, isn't it? Three. It's three it's like the right. Grand Prix fucking stuff at the beginning. Well, that's that's a montage. That doesn't count. Yeah. So basically, it's the story of a sweet manufacturing success. Yes. And it's the story of some. What is going on? What is going on? Is that a stamp?
3: <laughs> Can we read that note? Oh, there's a note I've just been passing, I've got 10 minutes left. 10 minutes. <laughs> Thank you.
2: That is the Thanks, worst Steve. clock I've ever seen. <laughs> it? oh, right. It's okay. a goon show joke, isn't it? So, so, how long have we got? 10 minutes. How long have we got still? <laughs> we seem to have be been about three hours now. Ten
0: minutes. 10
2: minutes to go. Five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's good This is good stuff yeah this is yeah. great radio yeah it
3: really is um, yeah and then the car ends and then the case the car ends
2: the film ends is there no extra scene at the end or Nick Fury turns up and recruits Nick Fury the Avengers, turns up.
0: Yeah.
2: it's Bucky Barnes in Africa with one arm and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and then he just gets completely decimated by some sort of super villain can I just say I think Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is rubbish it is terrible <laughs> yeah. but I had the car I had the Corgi car, which was beautiful. It had a sort of tin foil bonnet and a plastic boat's arse and wings that you had to coax out. <laughs> it didn't readily fly. I feel like you're obsessed with the boat's ass. Well, it's it's it annoys me because it's a beautiful car, but it's got a boat's ass, and it's just not nice. not funny. It was designed by Ken Adam. Okay. <laughs> you don't care. Well, Ken Adam, he wasn't that good, was he? What else did he do? Name one thing. <laughs> he designed all the stuff for Bond, all the Moonraker sets. I said one thing. <laughs> I can give you three Moonraker. I right. had the Moonraker car, that was bollocks as well, the moon buggy. That's not no, Moonraker. not Moonrock. that's um, Diamonds are Forever. Yeah. Sorry, it's when you said Moonraker that put the moon... Oh yeah, he, basically he's obsessed with floating cars, wasn't he? Yeah. He was Ken Floating Cars Adam.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hi, I'm Ken Floating Cars Adam, do you want to go to my room? No! Go on, it'll only take five minutes golden days No, well, I feel like we've done the film justice anyway because it's terrible we've done it James Robertson justice <laughs> James Robertson justice league of America <laughs> just loads of superheroes with beards
3: it would have been a much
0: better film
2: come on Superman I'm on my way you sir what's the bleeding time half past eight big breaths yes and I'm only 16 that's all the jokes it's from the doctor films you don't have to see those now
3: Good. Well, thank you for
2: coming. I wish I got my cab earlier. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I think we all do. Um, thanks for coming <laughs> and talking about your. Thank, thank you 방법. very much. For thank having me on thanks your everyone for coming. Podcast. Thank you. Martin even though she can and that's true of, I mean
0: most of my friends are idiots but they're my friends yeah.
2: <laughs> I never really understood what Hans Solo did for a job
0: you don't need to know anything more than like he's just sobbing <laughs> while being punched in the balls
2: they were just trying to make each other laugh in the office you have to show a certain amount of contempt for your audience
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: write your own jokes in the morning you lazy have <laughs>
0: I don't know.